How can the Torah, a supposed guide on morality, command us to kill the women and children of Amalek, for example? This is obviously one of the more um, moral dilemmas that Judaism brings up. Um, the question is actually a much greater question where one could ask seemingly Hitler had some sort of rationale that seemingly mimics the Jewish idea of Amalek. He saw the Jewish people as a cancer, as a disease that needs to be um, wiped, wiped out. Um, so how does one rationalize or how does one begin to appreciate the Jewish perspective of genocide, wiping out a whole nation, um, and then at the same time claiming that Hitler was a bad person? Um, likewise, Islam and even Christianity at a certain point believed that if you didn't believe in their belief system, then you don't have a right to live and you should be killed. This is a very, very uh, big dilemma, and it's hard to really answer the question from a purely objective, logical point of view, because any logic that's thrown out there could be countered with, well, that's exactly what Hitler thinks, or that's exactly what the Muslim thinks, and that's exactly what the Christian thinks. So then what makes Judaism more accurate and more true? But I think what's important here is to more recognize when we're dealing with morality, and moral dilemmas is recognizing that morality is not rational. Um, the sense of morality is not rational. The fact that we have a certain understanding about killing, genocide, in, or any other form of uh, taking advantage or destroying another human being is something which we deeply uh, sense as being wrong. And that sense of morality from the terrorist perspective is God's morality. God in the Ten of Sarah Adibris, God says that one should not murder. You're not allowed to murder. Now at the same time, the Torah does provide at certain times um, that the death penalty, which means that the Torah does see a justification at times for killing. That won't be classified as murder, it would be killing. Um, so although the sense of morality is that no human life should ever be taken and no one has the right to take away another human's life, especially as we understand they're all God's creations, but at the same time there is a moral justification. Take for example a psychopathic murderer who will just keep on killing. So there's one option of locking him up in prison for the rest of his life which will do nothing to help him and do nothing to help society and perhaps we'll just create a, uh, uh, a safe zone from him, between him and the rest of society. Or Torah will say, put such a person to death, not so much because he's a danger to society, but Torah will say this is the way to actually um, uh, give him a certain atonement for what he has done, and it'll be a, co a consequence of his actions that will allow him to actually attain a certain level of um, being reincorporated in, in, in a state of goodness. Um, again, that's, that's a justification and a rationalization. It doesn't necessarily work across the board and it's difficult to properly, objectively, logically um, use this as an answer. But the point is that morality isn't rational and the point is that morality is a deep sense that we have. 
if God is the arbiter of morality and God sees certain forces in, in nature and he created certain forces in nature to function in a certain way, then just like we don't understand God's intentions for creation, we also can't understand God's intentions for why he created a whole nation with the sole purpose of destroying them. We could. We could perhaps psychologically understand the notion that Amalek is doomed because they want to kill us. That's the instinct of the Amalek, the, like the question of the baby Hitler. Um, knowing that someone's going to grow up to be a murderer, or someone's going to grow up to want to kill you. So there's a concept in halacha of habal laharqa, someone who comes to kill you, hashkim laharqa, you kill him first. So if we believe Amalek is out there to kill us, and once they have the means and the ability, they will kill us, so then we should kill them first. But even with that, one has to feel justified in saying that that baby Hitler is going to grow up to kill you. So at the end of the day, we're dealing with God's infinite wisdom, which is beyond our understanding. The morality of God is not something we could understand and we could relate to. The justification of why God wants that there should be a nation like Amalek, that the sole purpose seemingly of their creation is purely to create us, create for us a problem and an obstacle in order for us to then completely eradicate the Amalek, also doesn't seem to be rational. But at the end of the day, God sees this as bringing about his ultimate plan to fruition, making the world a dear Eloyus Baruch and as Hasidus explains, the way you bring about the ultimate dwelling place of God in this world is by transforming the world and making the world shine from all corners, from all aspects, and even from the most opposite to God, the most antagonistic to God, that even from that corner, from that area, will also shine forth godliness. And there's two forms to trans there's two ways to transform something. You could transform something by converting the thing, by making the thing or the person, the people, to now appreciate and understand why their purpose in life is to recognize God and to be incorporated in God's light and appreciate that everything is about God's purpose and intention. Or, in certain cases, the way you transform them is by dis destroying them. Now, that again is not rational, but it's something which we could understand. Take, for example, when a, a cancer cell in the body. The cancer cell, the only way to really ha have the healthy body work is by destroying the cancer cells. Now, why does the person have to suffer from cancer? Why does the person have to go through this situation to begin with? Again, we don't necessarily understand God's wisdom. We don't understand God's intentions. But if we're asking the question, how could Torah, which is officially what we believe in, is the ultimate truth and the ultimate sense of morality, advocate genocide? The answer is the same Torah is, is, that was given by God that says you should keep Shabbos. The same Torah that says that you have to love your fellow as yourself. The same Torah that advocates being good and kind is also advocating that the way you facilitate God's vision and God's will in this world is by destroying this adversary and that in itself will bring about the revelation of God's kingdom in this world. So is there an objective logical answer to this question? I don't really think so. Is there a psychological answer to this question? Perhaps. But more importantly, the question has to be asked, do we understand God? Do we understand God's intentions? And the answer is no. 
God created our understanding and is far beyond our understanding and therefore we'll never understand the full intentions of God. Like Chassidah says, the whole purpose of creation, why God wanted to create the world that there should be a dear of Tachlinim is something we don't understand. But once He created it, we begin to understand certain reasons or rationalizations for the existence of the world or how the world operates helps us understand how God wants it to work. And therefore we have to try to work with what we know we could work with and those questions that we don't understand we have to say like Yeshaya Hanavi says in the Gemara tells Chizkiyah those secrets that are to God don't try to try to understand. So at the end of the day it's hard for us because we feel that we're the moral compass of the world which is in fact Hitler's argument of why he wanted to get rid of us. His, his justification on some level was the fact that he felt that the Jews brought morality into the world and that is a cancer, that's a, that's, that itself is an unhealthiness. So you could see the difference already from that angle but at the end of the day if we're going to try to rationally, objectively answer the question, we can't. And this is where we have to realize that God at the end of the day has a vision and a plan and we have to realize that not every aspect of God's vision and plan do we understand. But that's not why we believe in God. That's not why we believe in the Torah. It's not why we believe in God's morality. It's not because we understand it. It's because we believe it and intuitively sense it. And even the things that, we seem, that seem to go against our understanding, that in itself is the greatest indication of the ultimate essence of God being revealed in the world. The fact that there could be something that's counter our logic, counter our intuition perhaps even on some level, the intuition of sensing a certain sense of morality is the greatest indication that there is a higher essence and a deeper essence that needs to come forth into this world and that is accomplished by fulfilling what God's, what, by fulfilling God's intentions of how He created the world.